Welcome everyone to Polk and Kush. It is Friday, July 14th, 2023. And hey, welcome to July, everyone. This is a July episode. <laughs> We're a monthly show now. We're like all the, the news magazines that got cut back from weekly to bi-weekly to monthly. Yeah. That's pretty much where we're at right now. We are the penny saver currently. <laughs> we're a brown sheet of paper at some coffee shops, and we don't have much in us. The Reader's Digest version of uh, bitching about your local team. But there's stuff has been happening, and we've... And, and we've tried to do the podcast. You somehow got sick. <laughs> yes. And then I I went to see Indiana Jones, I think, <laughs> instead of recording the show. I think I told you I was sick. I was like, my mom is deathly ill, but I just went and saw Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you've been out of town. I've been out of town. Uh, everyone is trying to get out of town yeah. uh, for logical reasons. The heat index reached like 120. So I, of course, went to the uh, the best place to go to escape the heat, Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> chilly. About a brisk like 119, like real temperature one day. You know what I love about Vegas? How it's just white asphalt, <laughs> concrete mm-hmm. Everywhere. Everywhere. And uh, also, I like how a Coca-Cola is $17. <laughs> it's rare there. It's yeah. rare Coca-Cola there. It's like being in Macau. <laughs> you went to Vegas. Yes. Pe- people still go to Vegas. A they fly the, Vegas. From what I see on Instagram, you have to get in a fist fight to fly to Vegas now. You have to fight a, a stewardess on yeah. Spirit or Allegiant, mm-hmm. and then you get to go to Vegas. Did you... See any crazy shit? My flight out, there were 12 people in wheelchairs, 12, and there was about a, another 10 to 15 children. Uh, I literally was just like, I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> where, where are we flying? <laughs> what is happening? That this is the plane. To, the plane to Vegas used to be the goddamn fun parade was in town. And everyone was just hammer drunk. And it was getting lit on the flight. Like, that was, even at 7 in the morning, that would oh, be yeah. the plane. And now it's like the old folks' home and a daycare. You're on the Make-A-Wish I was, I was like, what's going on? I was like, are we headed to Orlando or are we going to, to, to Vegas? It was very interesting. Um, it's always nice when you're going to Vegas to be reminded of St. Jude. <laughs> <laughs> like, this will put me in the mood. It was so strange. and uh, But yeah, once we got there, I think I saw every person who's ever been associated with basketball huh. uh, at the between, you know, the restaurants and the casinos and the gym and whatever. I didn't even go to the gym. What am I talking about? Yeah. I didn't go to a game. Uh, I did watch a couple on television yeah. in the sports book. Um, but yeah, it was a it's the place to be, man. It's really the sphere. I did. We were staying it's not far from the sphere. 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 It's kind of so it is captivating, right? The sphere, if you haven't seen it, it's basically an arena and the entire outside of it, rather than, you know, like the arena here is like 
looks like an old, dirty bathtub. The one there is instead <laughs> lit up in brilliant LED lights. Yeah. And uh, it is... It's kind of terrifying what they can do with it. It's kind of amazing, yeah. But it is sort of also hilarious how many people are just standing on a pedestrian bridge looking at the side of an empty arena. Yeah. And you're like, all right, now it's a picture of the earth. And now it's a picture of a basketball. And it's like, well, it's still just a, a screen. It's a screen, but it's a circle. <laughs> or it's a sphere. Yeah. That's it's, weird. It looks like an eyeball. It looks like flames. It looks like they did the basketball. They did the, do the basketball, yes. That's pretty cool. It's also got to be really bad for the craziest of homeless people oh, yeah. to look up and see <laughs> what appears to be a flaming meteor. Because they put like some scary effects on it when they were testing it out, like an asteroid. You're in Vegas on NASA at the Double Down Saloon. <laughs> you walk outside and see a comet on fire feet away. You don't automatically think, oh, it's where you two will be doing their residency. <laughs> True. Uh, it's also like definitely going to get people in wrecks because it's like you can see it off the side of the highway. And, yeah. and everyone's like, whoa, what is that? And you're, I, I People imagine. are already doing that in Vegas. Tra yeah. Traffic in Vegas is a nightmare. Yeah. But this is going to be worse when they're hitting each other because the sphere, you know, puts up a giant ball that looks like something's coming at them. Are people going to hack the sphere and put whatever they want up there? Oh, definitely. Is there going to be porno played yeah. on the sphere at some point? <laughs> Vladimir or it's Putin. a big boob. <laughs> it's just Putin's face. You know? <laughs> just postulating in and out, uh, pulsating. Uh, I, I, dude, it's a cool idea. I don't know. I just like try all those things in Vegas that everyone stands around to take pictures of. I immediately just like just go the other direction, like the fountains, for example. Yeah, people stand out there to to wait for the fountains to start. I'm like, what? Do, this isn't like a natural phenomena. This is just a computer program of water going in the air. I don't get why this is such a uh, a sought-after event. Because this is their only vacation. <laughs> you go to Vegas every six weeks. You're hanging out with Carrot Top. You're hanging out with Blink-182. These other people, they get one vacation from the Save-On every four years. You're goddamn right they're going to be taking a picture of water in the air. Like, it doesn't go to music, too. It doesn't play Yeah, music. of course. It's just, I mean, it's just... The only two places I go now are Las Vegas and Orlando, and they're the exact same. <laughs> to be like, perfectly honest, they are the exact same place. They are doing the same thing to extract money from you mm -hmm. at every possible turn. You're there surrounded by mouth breathers who are somehow in their mind warping the difference between natural beauty and completely manipulated bullshit. And yet you're still having a good time. One, because your kids are having fun. That would be Orlando and the other one because there's the possibility that something horrible could happen and that would be Las Vegas. <laughs> and that's an exciting possibility. Okay. Yeah. So it is, uh, they're essentially really running the exact same sheet of music, just slightly different audiences. Yeah. I feel like uh, you could even turn that into a triangle and throw in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> Yes. I think they're doing the exact same thing. It'd be a, a low isosceles. A, a slightly <laughs> more. It's like a Christian Vegas. Yes. Right? I, it's definitely on the list of just like yeah. we created a thing 
to get dumb people to buy stuff. Well, this is why I'm not going to have kids because I don't want to go to Orlando constantly. <laughs> and then I don't want to have to go to Vegas as a reprieve <laughs> from my children. In order to make up for my time in Orlando, I go to Vegas every yeah. summer. Yeah. And then you feel bad about the stuff you did in Vegas. It's like, oh, I better take the family to Orlando when I get back. <laughs> it's an endless cycle. Yeah. I'm living free. Free as a bird. Where'd you go? I went to Grand Isle. <laughs> well, Alex, what's the opposite <laughs> of those two cities? Well, yes. the, I, you know. You Nothing dri- but natural beauty. You drive through quickly. You go by the Confederate flags <laughs> and you go right to the state park. You pay the lady. It's the old lady from uh, No Country for Old Men in the hotel. And you give her five bucks. And she goes, oh, the beach, uh, turn right. The beach is not to the right. The beach is to the left. She messed up the one thing she said to us. But it's five bucks to get in. So it's basically a private beach. And uh, I went there and it was a lot of fun. Uh, Did you catch any fish? No. Okay. No fish. I didn't catch any fish there. I caught some seafood later that evening at Crazy Hot Pot. <laughs> that guy. Our new sponsor, Crazy Hot Pot. Crazy Hot Pot. Not that crazy, honestly. But they do have robot waiters. That's sick, man. It was great. It was in Grand Isle? Uh, no, this was in Metairie. Oh, okay. It's in the old three The Grand Isle of the, G- yeah. the, the greater metro area. <laughs> yes. The robot way, I welcome the robot revolution. Anybody that's been to Wendy's or any fast food restaurant in New Orleans in the last 10 years is like, yep, give me the automated robot. (laughs) Give me the robot. I'll take the robots right now. There were human waiters at Crazy Hot Pot. Ours was very good. But the robot is fun. And And it plays like a little like Nokia ringtone. Awesome. I really like the future. I do too. Yeah. I like the future when it's bringing me chicken wings. <laughs> they bring it the appetizers. They can't do the drink refills. <laughs> can't do the Not yet. I'm sure oh, eventually, eventually there will be like a drink bot and it'll just be a fountain on wheels. God, that's going to be sick. It's going to be great. You should go to Crazy Hot Pot though. Well, I'll be there. It was 30 bucks. It's all you can eat for an hour and a half. You can tell they've dealt with some troublemakers. <laughs> the, do the robots have guns yeah. to put these people down? <laughs> they were like, 90-minute limit. It's like, we're not going <laughs> to... Who would? And then you look around and say, like, oh, everyone would. Else. People have like garbage bags filled with meat. They gave us like little bento boxes to fill up, which was fine for... My girlfriend and I, we're normal-sized people. Other people in there, like the letters to Santa Claus, they just had a big burlap sack over their shoulder. We went to the buffet at the the Wynn, and when you sit down, there's an option on the menu for $30 all you can drink for two hours. Come on. (laughs) So the buffet itself, which has an a hilarious amount of items like it, no one could possibly eat a quarter of the amount of food that they've put out like even trying it uh that's already out there which is the most insanely gluttonous thing i think i've ever seen and then on top of it they're like oh yeah you have 14 different juices to choose from coffee whatever like but if you want booze for 29.99 you can drink for two hours as much as you can possibly consume. I was like, this is a terrible idea. That's incredible. Why would you want this? I want that. I know. 
But you have to rely on a waiter to bring you the booze. And that's where they get you. Okay. They're probably like, Lurleen, slow down. Exactly. So, uh, but we did see, I saw the person uh, like two tables from me. His girlfriend obviously was not drinking. He was drinking. He bought two all you could drink things and was drinking two at a time. Holy Lord. Because why not? It was like 10 in the morning. I guess so. Yeah. What happens in Vegas? I spent sixty dollars to drink for two hours. I bet it was her birthday too. <laughs> it's the cheapest drinks in the whole city. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, unless like, you go to that Rite Aid. Or yeah. for, <laughs> yeah. That's the only. Uh, no, I think it's a Walgreens. It's the only Walgreens I've ever seen that's like only alcohol at the front. And you're like, no, I need life saving medicine. They're like, that's in the back. We don't carry that here. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a hell of a time. But we go every year uh, under the auspices of uh, basketball, which I used to have to watch a lot more of when mm-hmm. I was out there. Now it's just about talking to people, and that's great, too. Uh, I did see Griff out there, so he was there. I saw... Did you uh, see him, like, on the other side of the street, or were you guys hanging no, out? No, I saw him at a restaurant. Okay. I saw him on a casino floor. Oh, wow. He seemed to be... He was working the room. He was doing his thing. Yeah. Uh, so I saw basically everybody who worked for the Pelicans. That was nice. They were all there. Uh, And then on the last day, I didn't see him, but Mr. Zion Williamson uh, made an appearance at the Pelicans game. All right. So that was something. Zion is back around. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. It feels like he's not a real part of the team, but he definitely is. It's weird because... He came back into the news cycle with this bullshit thing with the Twitter and the women. Who cares? It's over. Yeah. But his appearance on uh, Gilbert Arena's podcast was like, it was like the special guest on a sitcom. It was yeah. like Nancy Reagan on the Gary on <laughs> the Gary Coleman show. He like walks in, the studio audience goes wild, and then he just stands there awkwardly. Like, get him a chair. He's standing there. They did get him a chair. It was weird. Yeah, it's like when they used to have the crossover episodes and like the guys from Wings would show up on the set of, you know, Cheers or Cheers. whatever. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, that kind of one of those sort of deals. Um that this uh that officially makes us the uh the most Reference sitcom on the podcast is Wings. <laughs> that one s- set us over the edge. <laughs> the, the, the New Orleans' is most Wings-heavy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we, we mean Wings, the sitcom, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, Roy Zion Biggins, R.I.P. Zion being back around is, it, you know, it feels like a long-lost cousin came back. So what I didn't get to listen to it. I read some of the stuff that he said. He basically admitted that he he's too rich to eat well. Is that what I heard? I would like to address <laughs> this the whole quotes. You know, I I first heard about this was on like WWL. The pull quotes from this are everywhere. Yes. And they make it sound like a Charlie Rose interview. <laughs> this is not Oppenheimer. Like Zion is not sitting there going Yes, being 20 or 22 with that much money, I was on. These are f- these are five dudes hanging out, dudes rock, being funny and goofing off. Sure. This is not a hard-hitting interview and Zion definitely wants to like appear cool to these. It was funny cuz uh, Gilbert 
has talked shit about Zion before, just like everybody has. Yeah. Valid shit for sure. the most part. Sure, sure. When he walked into that set, everybody there was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to knock this dude out. Yeah. And then he did that like aggro thing where like somebody that's taller than you stands behind you and uh-huh. like touches your shoulder. Oh, These guys w- were on the edge of their seats. Yeah. Yeah. But then it was it was just like like I said, it was just dudes hanging out talking. I wouldn't really take anything said on that podcast with more than a grain of salt because it was just it was just hangout talk. A grain of salt, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Zion couple more than a gr- a little uh, more than a grain of salt. Uh it seems to be his problem. Uh I, honest to God, now believe that he's the most relatable professional athlete I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Zion mm. is basically saying, I was, I'm really rich. I'm really young. Everyone kind of likes me. And what did I do? Whatever I wanted. I ate like shit. Mm-hmm. I played basketball when they allowed me to play basketball. I, it, and he was awesome at it when they let him play. He's hooking up with everything that'll allow him to hook up. Mm-hmm. He's doing what someone his age does, which right. is make tons of stupid mistakes, but it doesn't matter because he's young and invincible. The issue is that he wasn't as invincible as he should have been. All of these other things don't matter if he was just playing. The, that seems to be the overarching issue. And as we're learning... The problem does not seem to be that he didn't want to play or even that he couldn't play. It's that the Pelicans were not really allowing him to play in some sort of power struggle. That changing, I think, is going to uh, change this entire franchise. And I have grown to love Zion as we've gone through these trials and tribulations of his. I think I like him significantly more now than I did as a rookie. Yeah, well, he's flawed. He's flawed. He's a human being, and now he's actually Zion. Two years ago, would not have shown up on a podcast with two hundred fifty thousand listeners, yeah. and talked candidly about being overweight, wanting to goof off, yeah, and being a twenty-year-old. And I think a problem with Zion along the way has been he just hasn't been humanized yeah he's been behind a wall of secrets Mm -hmm. there's a weird wizard of oz thing with griff the team is enshrouded in bad luck and for for this entire podcast i feel like we've both said if we could just speak to zion if zion would just speak to us it would clear up a lot yeah and it and it has this this bizarre offseason yeah it's been a weird way to do it but like even the stuff with him getting called out by this girl you know alleged porn star we'll call her that i just i think it's all like yeah the dude made mistakes and it's humanizing he didn't do i don't think he didn't he didn't do anything illegal he didn't do anything that was you know incriminating or anything that was really bad to someone it was he had two girlfriends yeah it's like he's you know, a 22-year-old millionaire who's eating badly. Yeah. I- I'm a 38-year-old guy who doesn't have that much money. I'm eating pretty badly, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a 
we, we've all struggled, Zion. Yeah. We've all been there. So uh, I just want to see the guy play. I really do uh, find myself every week a new story comes out, and every week I like him a little bit more, and I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did see that a comment came out. I don't know if you saw Jay Williams from ESPN. Yeah. Basically came out and said he doesn't. Zion doesn't like the grind. He likes to play basketball, and for that I say – even more relatable. For yeah, him. no shit, Jay Williams. Jay Williams <laughs> said, and for one, Jay is full of shit. Uh, Jay <laughs> said that he has a s- trusted source close to the team, probably, you know, the same guy that everyone speaks to that says Zion is going to be traded by Thursday and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I didn't play piano. Whoever these sources are, they don't fucking exist. But uh, Jay Williams said that somebody in the Pelican said that Zion likes to play basketball and doesn't like work. Yep. <laughs> I mean, is that a revelation? I can say that. I like basketball and I don't like work. Where's the headlines? Yeah. I, 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 it'd be different if when he played, it was like, man, this guy sucks. Yeah. He hasn't developed the mid-range jumper, and that's why he's not mm. effective. It's like he's the most effective player I've ever seen uh, for the Pelicans. Like, he's incredible when he plays. It has nothing to do with it. The fact that he's not working on his mid-range game, I don't care at all. Yeah. just He doesn't need to. Yeah. And stop holding him out for being fat because that doesn't seem to matter either. Just let him play. If he fails, he fails. And the bottom line of all of this is like, this whole franchise is built around this dude, man. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. This Jordan Hawkins pick, who gives a shit? Whatever's happening on the court in Vegas right now, no one cares. It will affect zero games the minute they leave Las Vegas. I'm listening to stuff from the media here, and everyone's, people are playing clips of Casey Hill talking about the team and Malkovich. It's like, who cares? This is completely worthless. There is no point in any other facet of this team other than is Zion going to play basketball this season and if he does they're going to be pretty good and if he doesn't they'll probably be pretty mediocre and that's all that matters that's all that matters uh Zion said on uh Gil's show he said they asked him they were like how you look good how are you feeling what's up with the diet he kind of avoided the diet question (laughs) One of the guys, like the guy wearing a crown and a cape was like, how's the diet going? And he said, you know, his concern was more with flexibility and band work. Like, I guess like resistance bands. He said he thinks that'll be the key to staying on the floor. And maybe it will. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, diet has never mattered. Uh, you know, maybe he does Until what I do. He, he hasn't. It's hard to quantify if he's had fat-related injuries. I can quantify it. The answer is uh, <laughs> resounding yes. <laughs> but I don't think... See, the injury itself, I don't think, is from being overweight. I think the length of the injury is from being overweight, which is exacerbated yeah. by a medical staff that was too hung up on that. And now they're changing medical staffs, which is a, definitely a good thing. And hopefully these guys will be like, hey... Fatso, if you want to get on the court, just go play basketball, and then you'll stop being a fatso. You know why? Because you're a medical marvel who can shed weight at the drop of a hat, unlike any person we've ever seen before. So instead of me having you run a treadmill underwater that you're bored out of your mind and try to keep you you know, eating keto, 
How about we just let you play basketball for four hours? Yeah. That seems like a better strategy, doesn't it? It seems realistic, and it's also just what they're going to have to do now because this is it for Zion. Yes. This is it. This is it. I know. It doesn't matter. Put him out there in a cast. (laughs) Put him out there with a cast on both legs. Put him in a wheelchair. He can fly to Vegas with you. It doesn't matter. Put him out there. Yeah. This really is. He's going to be Lance Murdoch out there. (laughs) This is is it, man. It's uh, it, it, it truly. I thought they were going to shake it up. This free agency. It just felt like the time they had made some moves around the edges with uh, coaching staff, with front office staff. They did shake it up. They got uh, (laughs) what's his name? Cody Zeller. What's his fucking name? Yes, uh, the, we welcome you uh, in the balding community of New Orleans. We meet on Wednesday nights. Another bald king. <laughs> um, so yes, Cody Zeller, the screen setter, uh, is is in town. So that otherwise, the Pelicans had arguably the most boring off season in history. People are going to see Cody and they're going to go, "Well, Cush uh, is sitting on Polk's shoulders." <laughs> going on or <laughs> if he wears a trench coat to <laughs> the first game yeah we'll be like the little rascals <laughs> uh i mean they didn't do anything and then they drafted you know a boring college player who was playing sharp shooter jordan hawkins yeah i mean what what's that guy gonna play 10 minutes a game maybe like there's no word of, they did they couldn't play anybody last year the pelicans is a they're a graveyard for shooters. Yes. Shooters come to New Orleans to die. This dude was averaging 16 or so points in the last game. He was one of 12 against Golden State. It's summer league. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I just don't have a good feeling about he any seems... shooter coming to New Orleans. Yeah, he seems very Unless small. they have a gun. <laughs> that kind of shooter, I have the most faith they will get through no problem in this city. Be wildly successful. Um, yeah, I mean, other than Trey Murphy, it, uh, the Griff trying to find a shooter has been a, a complete disaster uh, under his tenure. So they need certainly need shooting, but they mostly need shooting because they have Zion on the floor. Mm-hmm. So it's like that, that all kind of runs together. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Kyra Lewis. I don't. There's a whole bunch of pieces that are all kind of floating around out there. But every time you start to talk about this team, the only thing that matters is that they lost the play-in game last year at home in embarrassing fashion because they cannot score. And the only, and if they get Zion, they basically solve all of their issues. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with all the trade rumors and stuff like that, it was actually nice to see that be addressed by Griff. I feel like the Pelicans have made right moves with the media mm-hmm. this summer for the most part. Griff was on some serious XM show mm-hmm. and was saying that the relationship with Zion is better than it's ever been. Not that that means anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but I did. I've eaten more foie gras yeah. in the last week than I ever have. <laughs> But, you know, I, I did agree with Griff in saying that Zion is an oddity and therefore he is a target for this nonsense in sure. a otherwise not super eventful basketball summer. You're, you're not going to generate tons of clicks talking about 
Darion Sebron. <laughs> it is. This summer, it's basically Dame Lillard or Zion. Yeah. That seems to be where the headlines Everybody's are forgotten about John Morant. Yeah. Small market team. Nobody gives a shit about Memphis. Yeah. Jokic, no interest. Nope. Just What's the best doing? player in the world. Playing whatever. pickleball in the Ukraine. Yeah. LeBron threatened to retire. Talked about that for 12 hours. Yeah. That was it. <clears throat> and that's how it goes. And Zion, unfortunately, got put in the crosshairs of Miss Mariah Mills, uh, which was difficult few days for him mm-hmm. and really you know, brought his name to the forefront. And since then, it has been a challenge, I'm sure, for him. He's had a uh, a real issue, but I love the guy. I can't help it. I didn't care about him that much previously. All of these things happening to him are so human. He's having the most human NBA superstar experience <laughs> I've ever seen. Because even John Morant's slippages, I can't relate to. Right. I've never walked around with a gun or spent or thrown that much money on the floor of a strip club. Like I don't. Well, <laughs> I don't understand all of that. But like just not being able to eat and then not wanting to work, like those oh, things, yeah. yeah, like that, that, that stuff, like eating badly and not working and getting yelled at by your boss. I think that is single-handedly uh, the most relatable superstar that's ever existed. Zion is going to be so fun in his thirties. <laughs> I think he will follow like a Shaquille uh, Charles Barkley trajectory of just being like. A funny, affable person who sure. can maybe at that point joke a little more about the first couple of years. Yeah. Which is good. You know, he's 23, 24. Yeah. He's very young. But this is it for the Pels. So yes. Zion, play or don't play. But either way. Play. Play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm free. I'm out of the relationship. Oh, yes. You've, you've lost all expectations. I'm, I'm following Zion on Instagram, and I'm going <laughs> to like his post until he posts one with a, with a new team. That's how I view this. You're Zion, separated but not divorced. Zion and I broke up, <laughs> but we're going to try and make it work for the kids. <laughs> I just I want to see him destroy everyone this season. I have no hope that it will happen. And emotionally, I am numb to it. Yeah, so do I. I love him. I think he's my favorite player this team's ever had. Uh, and, and all I, it took. And all it took was just, uh, I just wanted a slice of uh, of humanity. He's so much more human than Chris Paul. He's so much more human than Anthony Davis. He's just like, he's just a dude, man. Oh, just yeah. a dude struggling, trying to get through. Yeah. And now sure. he's going to be a dad, which is even better. That's going to be That's going to be quite a ride. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think there will be talk of seeing Zion play with his son in the league, like LeBron. I don't. I don't think that will happen. Oh man! Uh, on that note, we will take a quick break. We'll uh, get into a little bit of Saints, and of course, we've got some local stuff for you. Stick around. We'll be right back. Polk and Kush. That's right, everyone. We've got a little bit. A little bit. A little bit of Saints talk. July is like kind of the start of the nfl season the saints did not get on hard knocks they ended up picking the jets very unfortunate i was very much hoping they'd pick the saints and we could all make fun of Derek carr together <laughs> the same way that i love zion williamson i really feel the exact opposite about drew Brees and Derek carr i don't relate to them at all <laughs> they are trying way too hard to be perfect they're nerds they're such nerds and great dads and love jesus <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got nothing for you. I'm sure Zion loves Jesus <laughs> and is going to be a great dad. It's like, yeah, I don't relate to the father of four who uh, who's a great father and and you know has a loving relationship with his wife and all that stuff. It's like, no, I relate more to this 22 year old guy who looks absolutely zero like me and is looking up with porn stars. So I don't know what's going on in my brain. What level of delusion that I have going on that I think I'm more like Zion than Derek Carr, but. That well, speaks to another problem. It's the presidential uh, qualifier. Who do you want to have a beer with? <laughs> sure. Or who do you want to have uh, Steph Curry's bourbon with? Gentle, gentleman's cut. That is true. It's the name of a hair salon, Steph. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I've got some fresh odds for you. Excited for, for this? Sure. Okay. So, NFC South, who would you say? is the least likely to win the division. Least likely? Uh, I think I'm going to go Atlanta. In fact, the Falcons have the second best odds. The Buccaneers are plus 800. The Panthers are plus 400. Atlanta's basically 2-1. to one. The Saints are the favorite at plus 120. That seems... I don't understand. I mean, I guess the other three teams are pretty bad. Why are the Saints such a heavy favorite? Quarterback? Really? <laughs> Comparatively, yes. So, who is the Tampa quarterback? Blake Bortles? Uh, I think, didn't they sign, uh, what's it called? Baker Mayfield? Oh. <laughs> no. That's so, all right. This is good podcast. He's not, not going to be a starting quarterback for them. The point is, there's. There's no quarterback in the division other than Derek Carr. The second best quarterback in the division is Jameis Winston. <laughs> I firmly believe that. Oh, God, it's a bad division. <laughs> the Saints are Am pl- I wrong? No, I don't know. I don't know. I just I just don't think the Saints are that good. The Saints are also No, they're not. They're plus 1300 so 13 to 1. They're not that good, but yeah. it's like how we can say we're the best sports podcast in New Orleans. <laughs> There's no one else. The Saints are 13 to 1 to win the NFC behind the Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Lions, and Seahawks. Lions. Seahawks is surprising. Lions is a bit surprising too, I suppose. But yeah, I thought that was crazy. And then what's your guess on regular season wins over under? Uh, my, what I would bet on would be the under. Well, <laughs> what do you think the number is? It's for, nine, isn't there? Nine and a half. It's not nine and a over nine and a half is the line. Mm. Um, that seems crazy to me too. I think. I think eight to nine could be correct. I also think four could be correct. <laughs> you can get under five and a half for eight to one. That's not bad. <laughs> That's pretty good. I mean, all it takes is, I don't know, one injury? One injury. I, I At least two Or injuries, a yeah. fully healthy squad with <laughs> these bums. And as long as the head coach is still out there <laughs> with his head inside of his own ass during the game, I think uh, under five and a half is pretty good money. I like those odds. It's decent value. Uh, the very last Peter Saints news, Alvin Kamara, congratulations. He uh, settled out of court like all the superstars do. Wonderful. He settled out of court, so he, I guess, gets a misdemeanor charge or misdemeanor whatever, instead of a felony, uh, which should probably keep him out of 
you know, jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then whoever he beat the crap out of, that person gets to make a lot of money. So Yeah, they have a solid gold wheelchair now. <laughs> so win-win all around. There'll be an Alvin Kamara wing in that guy's house pretty he soon. He did. He had to... Uh, this was kind of like Seinfeldian to me. Alvin Kamara had to issue a public apology to this guy. <laughs> That's great. It's like, isn't the apology the $300,000 he just got paid? <laughs> Sorry for beating the shit out of I you. I would be like, I will pay, I, I will want 100000 knocked off if I have to apologize to this guy. <laughs> Don't make me do that as well. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I just don't really want to take the time. So I, I don't feel that bad about knocking this guy out. Any suspension from the NFL? They haven't announced this? that yet. It has to, right? They have to. No, of course not. They have to. They suspend players for gambling, but not beating their pregnant girlfriends. Well, yeah, it's the NFL. They're not really worried about what you do to other people. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think they're going to suspend him. They have to suspend him. Nobody got suspended last season. Well, that was because he was still in the middle of the trial. He's basically admitted to doing it now, which I guess the camera of him in crystal clear high def just knocking this guy in the face repeatedly while he's on the ground. I suppose that wasn't enough evidence for Roger Goodell. Should have worn a COVID mask. <laughs> well, you want to do some local yeah, stuff and get out of here? Kick a little Nola breakdown. It's It is now the juicy jazz. Squalling trumpets and tiny little crawdads. You put Paris in a swamp and that's Nolans in a nutshell, baby. <laughs> well, what's going on in New Orleans? How are they taking advantage of us today? Today? Today. We found out. That uh, Orleans Parish Sheriff employee, Kristen Morales, was set to be phased out. Yeah. Instead, she was allowed to stay. This is being reported by Aubrey Killian at WDSU. Her salary, uh, a meager $155,000. I'm sure she was, you know, very much a hot commodity on the market. Had to pay her that. (laughs) No way they could have found anybody to do that job for less. Uh, and now she's doing it so well, she gets to do it from home. Wow. Yeah, just like your all your sheriffs working remotely. That's what I find to be the most effective law enforcement. <laughs> when I text a police officer and they send me an emoji back. <laughs> I'm trying to start a Zoom call with the, uh, the sheriff. Well, they were saying that she is working... She, their, their excuse was that she was working essentially two jobs, one of which included IT and a new website. Oh, yeah. And then you go to the website, and it's like the Space Jam website <laughs> from 1995. <laughs> the geocities.com slash. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a construction hat digging a hole, and it says <laughs> under construction. Like, you can look at... I'm. So, I'm sorry to judge, but you can look at this woman, and she doesn't fucking work in IT. She is the <laughs> most strict manager at Lady Foot Locker. She is looking all over the screen for Clippy the paperclip, <laughs> trying to figure out where to go next. This is the face of a woman who puts www dot at the beginning of an email. I, I know that she doesn't work IT for the sheriff's department. Uh, I just do. Well, good news. Her she did. They did find a replacement for her. The replacement will only be making 115000 so oh, they're okay. shaving $40,000. But in the meantime, she's going to be able to continue to work at $74.52 an hour. $72 an hour? $74.52 an hour, 
which if you're scoring at home, that adds up to $155,000, which is exactly what she was making. Uh, can I be an at-home police <laughs> officer? I can't think work? of any better job, quite honestly. Good Lord. I logged into Zoom. I tried to arrest some people. <laughs> Didn't work out. Tried to keep them in jail <laughs> from my bed. <laughs> I was really tweeting at them to stop doing crimes. Hey, stay in the jail, guys. Her work has included executing a 52-page strategic plan she developed, leading the rebuilding of our website, participating in our RFP process. So it sounds like she was just doing a normal job. On chat GPT. 52-page strategic plan for what? (laughs) (laughs) How to keep the prisoners in jail without any sheriffs there? How to work from home? How to get rich without trying. She also worked in investigations. And if you really want to investigate a crime scene, there's no better place than Google Maps. (laughs) Or just going on Instagram stories and be like, hey, does anyone know who murdered this guy? If you do, like and subscribe. Oh, my God. Uh, We're paying for all this with our tax money, I'm presuming. Oh, yeah. I mean, who else is paying for it? I mean, the amount of money that's just being siphoned off uh, of the city at this point. There's no question that whoever. uh, Here's a statement that I can guarantee will be that whenever the next mayor starts within four days of the next mayor starting, the statement will be we are out of money. (laughs) We have stepped in to this job and we are out of money. So we are going to have to ask the city for money. Because we don't have any, because the last mayor spent it all at the bar (laughs) (laughs) and on people who are working police jobs from home. This is funny. Her her key card, you have to have a key card to get into your job, like any other job, uh, was disabled. And she was still getting paid at this time and tried to, as any diligent worker, you try to go into your office Two times in three months. <laughs> and the two times between March and May that she tried to go into the office, her key card was rejected. So she just went home, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, that's, en- that's enough for me today. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real George Costanza situation. Oh, yes. I did all I could. (laughs) I parked in the parking lot. I walked to the door. The door told me no. I went home. The check still came in. Well... Good for her. She's really figured out how to game the system. That's her, fun. Her and just about everybody else. Um, your favorite billboard attorney, Morris Bart, is representing a family. I think everybody saw there was a giant tree that fell in Jackson Square like mm. a week ago. Uh, people were trapped underneath it. This poor family from San Antonio. They had a teenager. I think it was a teenage son got trapped underneath it. It's currently an ICU with severe brain damage. And uh, what did the city have to say about the tree? They said, well, after the first limb fell, they inspected it, and it was fine. <laughs> Maybe. Hear me out. The inspectors were wrong. Yeah. There was m- more spark. <laughs> I wouldn't admit to that, guys. We and inspected it. Everything's fine here. It oh, yeah. just fell down. <laughs> it's like, is this, is this an arborist checking out the tree? Or is it? Some guy smoking Marlboro Lights <laughs> in a nude basketball 
Uh, well, you remember those troll shirts that would be like nude co-ed basketball? Everybody's getting dunked on. Like a Big Johnson shirt? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's the arborist. Do we have arborists what, in New Orleans? What are the odds someone actually came out there and looked at it? I guess a smaller limb fell. And you know what they say, where there's no smoke, there's no fire. <laughs> A smaller limb fell, and I guess they, you know, somebody picked it up for scrap. Mm-hmm. And this is when they were supposed to check the tree, ask it if it's doing all right. They didn't. The tree's rotting on the inside. Oh my god! And this is this is not some field in the middle of nowhere. This is Jackson Square. This is the most iconic visual area of New Orleans. Yep. And these people just got out of you know they drove in. Got out of the car, bam, tree fall. And you see the footage of this. It's, it's terrifying. Terrifying. The tree's huge. Absolutely horrifying. Think uh, of all those psychics that... <laughs> they should have seen it coming, quite honestly. Uh, <laughs> for them, this is the same city government that went to the Hard Rock and said, we completed inspections, and then it fell apart. What's, who has any faith left in the inspections that are being done? And why are they even bothering to do the inspections if the inspections keep telling them that everything is fine and then they fall down and kill people? Yeah. What are we doing here? And even and with... Then it's like they're bragging about that they did the inspection. Yeah. And there was a press conference about the tree that was canceled 15 minutes after it was announced. The only, I think, public statement that's been made by LaToya was at a press conference where she said that the tree was a very good friend of hers and she would stand up for the tree's character and she would go to court to say that the tree had a bad home life. The, isn't the Pentalvo right in Jackson yeah. Square, too? She was probably in there sleeping the day away. Oh, my God. She's in there playing PlayStation. <laughs> She's got the headset on. We inspected that tree. It didn't fall down. It's fine. It's fine. Only some of it fell. <laughs> it really Jeez. makes you start looking up everywhere you go. I mean, after Hard Rock, you know, you're kind of looking at this shit going, yeah. all right, what's going to yeah. What's gonna happen? Is anybody checking any of this stuff out? And uh, they're not. Yeah, our tree's limbs are falling off. I don't know what else. Uh, some say. something is going to happen on Bourbon Street because once a month I walk that way and I see an eighteen wheeler or some kind of like box truck has hit one of the balconies mm-hmm. and they're always stuck there. And it's like nobody's going in and fixing it no. after it's getting hit repeatedly. Yeah. It's gonna something's gonna happen. Yeah, it's I guarantee. Like shower tile, you know, like you just the little things start cropping up. You're like, oh yeah, everything's rotted underneath here. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff is rotted, <laughs> but luckily, sometimes the rotted stuff resigns <laughs> to spend more time with his family. Yes, uh, Tyrell Morris, uh, better known as uh, Fred Van Fleet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy looks like if Fred Van Fleet hung out at a gas station. Uh, he resigned after drunkenly, presumably. Oh, yeah. This is all speculative. Sure. And I can't be held accountable in a court of law. Of course. He uh, was driving. He hit somebody. The documents were incorrect. He forged the documents. Yeah. 
and uh, nobody really took any accountability. <laughs> no. So uh, I think Helen, Helena Marino was kind of the person to bring up that he shouldn't be in office while this is being investigated. Something as big as forging city documents but a crime scene. Uh, there's security <laughs> camera footage of him hitting a car. He stated that it was the opposite of that. <laughs> Uh, nowhere in this story does it mention the person that he hit that I've seen. I don't know if you've seen. It. Well, yeah, that person doesn't count. I'm wondering if the person they hit was a crime vehicle, like a stolen. <laughs> I mean, it had to have been, right? I mean, there's no question. Yeah, he there's hit no a question. stolen vehicle that drove off. So yes. he was like, oh, well, I'm going to get away with this. <laughs> And then, unfortunately, there was a you know a camera at Manchu or whatever that caught it. Where yes. it, it seemed like it was under the bridge. Yeah, I think I don't so. Know if it was over there. But uh, even though when I t- typically when I resign from a job that is effective immediately. Yeah. For uh, Tyrell Morris, he will be collecting a paycheck from his resignation until September 15th. It's incredible. He, the best part of it is uh, that he is the one who fired Jared Brissett like a week before. Yeah. <laughs> our, our best friend, Jared Brissett, the best drunk driver <laughs> in America. The only guy who's getting caught drunk he's, driving in New Orleans. 8% <laughs> of DUI convictions <laughs> in New Orleans. There were only like 30 <laughs> the uh the best it's a tyrell morris is the one who gave it bruce at his walking papers and then to compound the problems morris uh then provided wwl tv with a falsified copy of the city policy <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> the level of just utter clownship that occurs here from people who are making six figures on the city dime while no one has any money and everyone's life is falling apart. You just can't make it up anymore. <laughs> it's truly impossible. Uh, as It's almost amazing they even bother to respond to the crises that are occurring. Instead of like when WWL calls them, you should just be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong number. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do about a dipshit? We're yeah. not going anywhere. You know, it's like, uh, dude, you poor Jared Brissett, first of all. Like, what the odds of that, you know? Yeah. He's getting, getting caught. And they, he stole his thunder. I know. And then he got fired by the guy who got fired. If he had just waited a week, they probably had no one to fire him. They probably yeah. just didn't have anyone in the job. He would have gotten away. And he'd still be, uh, you know, Manning the wonderful 911 station that we have, <laughs> which we have experience with on the show. Yes, that's right. I called them once after a show. They audibly rolled their eyes at me and then told us to uh, go outside with a gun and take care of it ourselves. There's nothing quite like this town. That's the gumbo, baby. Oh, that's the gumbo, baby. Thanks you to everyone who's listening. Uh, sorry for our prolonged absence. Uh, based on your comments, you didn't really care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're glad to have you back anyway. Uh, thank you also very much. As always, uh, polkandkush at gmail.com. That's polkandkush at gmail.com. And, of course, on Twitter. Uh, check us out. And please tell your friends that we are back. So, yeah.